it's not perfect, but it's done. Yay me, as London Tipton would say. I've created a podcast episode, finally. Thank you for tuning in. The Real Thing starts now. Hello, thank you for listening. This will just be a quick introduction into the purpose of this podcast and what I hope to share with you over the following episodes. Some quick facts. I'm in my 20s and I'm a young woman who is trying to better understand the world around her by speaking to those who seem to have figured out that particular area more than I have so far. The series will focus on the learnings and experiences of some fantastic people in my life as they pursue their dreams and live in their purpose, whatever stage that might be, whether it's at the very beginning or smack bang in the middle of things where it's all about just staying afloat or somewhere at the peak where it's cocktailed wedding bands securing that promotion, whatever success may look like for them as we step further into adulthood. We'll also be discussing pop culture as it relates to us, personal development and the reality of getting our together and sorting life out. So please settle in, relax and let's get into it. One of the first things I want to get into is feedback. It's important not to ignore those moments where you feel genuine pleasure when completing a task or performing an action because in that instance, your pleasure, your enjoyment is just feedback that you're onto something and it's good to explore that a little bit. So let's say at work you volunteer to lead a workshop or deliver a presentation and somewhere in the middle of all of that you find yourself, dare I say, having fun. It doesn't have to be the whole time either, but say there are moments where you're genuinely having a good time and it's important to revisit those moments and ask yourself what it was about that experience that you enjoy and how you can get to do more of it. Perhaps it's the Q&A portion of the workshop or being front and center leading the presentation or having an in-depth conversation with the attendees one-on-one that has you experiencing like joy and pride in your work Mm, that's something to pay attention to that's something to follow do a bit more to see where it may lead because clearly it's something that aligns with your purpose i'm not saying you know quit your job and become a public speaker but maybe volunteer like for opportunities that enable you to do more public speaking and have your day-to-day responsibilities be filled with the tasks that you enjoy the most I genuinely believe that life is about fulfilling your purpose and that there are these opportunities of learning that are constantly presented where you are being nudged into that direction and you have a choice to make to go one way or another and that the world is consistently giving you feedback on your performance towards that goal, towards that overall purpose. I guess some feedback is subtle some feedback comes in the form of that feeling of joy experience when you've done something well and you look back at the process and you're content um even if the process was grueling hard work the outcome far outweighs the stress and ache you had to get through in order to experience that happiness right so maybe the project was an absolute nightmare and maybe there were a lot of late nights maybe there's a lot of stress a lot of coffee a lot of 
moaning a lot of like dragging yourself out of bed in the morning but as soon as it was completed and you saw the final thing you delivered the final presentation you delivered the final work it just felt absolutely worth it and you experience that feeling of my god that was horrible but i do it again like that is feedback you being ready to get up and get back into it is feedback and you should pay attention to that equally important is of course the negative feedback so completing a task or work and coming out of it on the other side and feeling nothing but more stress and your stomach like sinking as you anticipate the next round the next wave the next workload that's also something to pay attention to because something needs to change clearly um and the response to that negative experience or situation is not necessarily quitting it's just evaluating and saying what can i do here to make this experience more pleasurable i'm here for a reason there's something i must like about being here explore those reasons explore maybe what changes you can make to increase the level of joy that you experience within that role within that environment um and within that experience because maybe just maybe whatever it is that you're thinking about is stressful only because the approach you're taking is highly disorganized or because the people you work with work a very different way to the way that you do. And these are pain points that can be sorted, if not removed altogether, and can make that area of your life a little bit more pleasurable. So for me, one of the main things that can lead to me feeling displeasure is disorganization on my part not even of other people if i do not set things in place for myself have a sense of order have a plan where i don't even have to think in that moment try to make decisions because i am i can be <laughs> highly um undecisive right indecisive even but if i plan ahead and eliminate all the core decisions that have to be made or the major decisions that have to be made ahead of time it means that when i am in the moment i already know the decisions that i have to make and the routes that i have to take i don't have to contemplate anything i just know that it's 10 o'clock i've already signed up for this thing because i decided beforehand that i was going to do something or not i was going to see someone or not i was going to wear something or not by having that habit in place it makes my life a lot easier and it eliminates a lot of stress around um decision making around big points and then i just allow myself to be more flexible around points that are a bit more minor because even if i make quote unquote the wrong decision the impact is so minuscule right so i think that's something to consider as well it's what pain points are there in your day-to-day experience within that area of life that you're thinking about specifically that can be addressed and can be sorted out to make your experience just a little bit better a little bit more pleasurable you know 
I also think that you can apply this idea of feedback to broader areas of life and that starts with asking yourself questions like what makes me happy what do I need to do to be fulfilled what gives me pleasure is it creating is it peace is it freedom is it consistency or mayhem one person may absolutely thrive from being in a situation where things are a bit more volatile like there is a bit more excitement they like the rush they like the variation they like having different options day to day and that one day is never the same as the one before and they love a fast-paced environment whilst another person may prefer consistency they prefer knowing what to expect the next day next month next year and if that's an intrinsic desire that needs to be met and is a core requirement then you could sort of say okay in what area of my life is this requirement the most important for where can I meet this need in what area of my life can I express this part of myself because you might find that that fast-paced part is maybe something you want to experience only in your personal life but not in your professional life for example so you can start to sort through these desires and how they may fit into different areas of your life and how they can be best expressed. You could say, fine, I like fast changing environments, I like action, but then I like to relax my personal life. So you might choose a career that allows you to be agile, that allows you to think quickly on your feet and it's very high pressure. And it allows you to express that part of yourself to really live your truth and be that person who thrives off of that high stress environment um, but then you get to go home and it's a bit calmer it's a bit more relaxed and maybe that's where you get to express yourself in a different way maybe artistically I don't know or it could be the inverse where you prefer to have the excitement happen in your personal life and express that through experiences like adventure sports partying volunteering I don't know <laughs> Whatever it is that allows you to really express and explore that part of yourself. Or traveling, I guess, would be an easier example. So perhaps you're the kind of person who on the weekend is happy to book a trip somewhere and you don't really care where. You just go online and see where you can afford to go and you think, let's just go for it. And that's where you feel most alive and get to express that part of your character and but when it comes to your professional life, you prefer something more consistent, more stable, more set in stone that enables you to plan your excursions and the more volatile areas of your life around it um, so you can eventually get that, that balance. And I think, sort of bring that up because I definitely buy into the idea that life comes with a curriculum where each person has specific benchmarks that they have to meet and take on as part of their own personal journey and that there's some basics or fundamentals that we all share and that we all go through so learning about kindness empathy competitiveness motivation consequences um, playing well with others which if we are being honest some people 
got to grips with that a bit better than others. And that the elements of this curriculum essentially come about as intrinsic motivations and desires within each person that you then have to meet for the betterment of self and for personal development. Um, but obviously, as we navigate the world, we're dealing with different sets of expectations and different value sets in terms of what your internal self values and what the external world, which encapsulates everything else, what that world values. And so you have essentially two sets of expectations, right? The internal and the external. The internal being what does my internal self need to thrive maybe that's family maybe it's having a safe space to express myself it's having a space to challenge myself and just explore what i'm capable of and then you have the external which is more having to do with what the world demands of you whether that being your family in what they expect you to do, what they expect you to become, and maybe what your wider social group expects you to contribute. If you're fortunate enough that you've always had the freedom to explore yourself on your terms, it means that things are a little bit more straightforward. And this may not be a conversation you even need to have with yourself because it's just you. You get to just do it. You get to just be you've always given yourself permission to be yourself and your permission is the only permission you need which is incredible because not everybody can operate um, in this way or at least has have to learn to operate in this way so if you're somebody who's grown up in a culture that has very concrete expectations or a society that lays out quite clearly what it expects of you what it expects you to deliver and what it expects you to become and then you have a social network that's also very clear in what it expects you to deliver that would leave such a limited space to work with in that as a person you don't have much room for trial and error or exploration which are very important elements for developing your identity and discovering or more accurately deciding on who you are and what's important to you. Using a literal box as an analogy, I love these by the way, so please get used to them. We all start off in these boxes and for some people, they're fortunate to have enough space within this box that accommodates them, that enables them to, to work out how they want to take up space because there just is enough anyway and they they have a great um they are a great match to the box that they are in because the ex how they express themselves as a person fits into the box that they are in so there are no real issues so maybe you are naturally more conservative and you happen to be in a box or a society that is is conservative so there are no real issues there. But what happens when your intrinsic self isn't such a great match for that initial box that's built around you or that you found yourself in over time? How do you then, how do you then address that? That's what 
on my mind this week and I hope that that has been interesting and entertaining. I know that it's a bit of a mellow topic but I hope that it's been something for you. (laughs) If there's anything that you've read or come across that sort of hits the same note, please let me know. I would love to do some further readings, to listen to other podcasts that are kind of similar and just to deep dive into personal development and mindset a bit more and I hope that we can have a conversation around this. So please visit the Instagram page, leave a comment, um, hit follow, <laughs> let me know if there's anything else that you would like me to speak about, have a think about and share. 